Hi. What's up, guys? This is another solo show. Don't really know where I'm going to go with this one. Um, feels like I'm in a completely different space than uh, I was the last solo show. You know, and it's a, uh, it's not, it's not me per se. It's uh, just the. I don't know. It's just uh, something to do with uh, the way these last four days have uh, have gone by. You know, we're uh, we're seeing serious protests and riots over the uh, killing of George Floyd, and it's really about a lot more than that. It's not just uh, not just George Floyd. Um. You know, I, I, I started to write a blog about it, you know, and I found, like, I don't really know what to say. Just thinking about it, I didn't know what to say. Um, I, I barely know how to feel. It's very difficult. I wrote this. Of course there isn't a lot to say. In a time where everyone feels so compelled to scream their feelings, I feel compelled to hold on to mine. Maybe it's because I don't know what they are. Maybe it's because I'm scared. I'm not sure. Maybe it's because I am so on the fence about my viewpoint, and I think people all want the same thing. Unity. The police want unity, and the people want unity. The government wants unity. Everybody wants that feeling of being connected with each other. And we're all together frustrated that we don't have that. We want it now. People are ready for the bullshit to be over. People are tired of being sad and depressed. People are tired of working every day. People are tired of being told what to do. People are tired of being scared. People are tired of seeing videos of injustices. People are tired, period. It's just, it's hard, you know? This this life is hard, and everybody's you know. I mean, come on, like our parents' generation, the generation before them. What are they all waiting for? They're all waiting for Jesus. They're all waiting for that big moment where somebody comes and saves them. They've been told from the time they were babies that you know what, somebody's gonna save you. You're gonna be saved. It's all gonna be better one day. And people, I think, are losing a little bit of faith. They don't think it's going to be better, and they're frustrated. Or they put so much into it, them believing it's going to be better. But at the end of the day, over and over again, it seems like it doesn't get better. And it's frustrating to people. So they act out. And now they have a real good excuse to act out because another guy was just killed by the cops. 
the cops who are just people as well, you know, people who are falling victim to the, I don't know, the the problems that uh, plague the human psyche when put in positions of extreme power. When you have people who aren't well equipped to handle stress walking around with a 9mm on their hip, it does something to their mind. It changes them. Makes them very scary. And uh, we all know they're regular people. Sorry, I'm trying not to breathe into the mic too much. I just, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say about this. It doesn't feel like there's a clear answer. Because I completely empathize with with the people protesting. And I, I almost said with both sides, but I really don't think there are sides. That's the problem. Who's on whose side? What side is there? There's no clear right. There's no clear good and evil. It's a philosophical war. It's ideological. And most people agree on the same things. Let your neighbor do what your neighbor wants to do as long as it doesn't bother you. As long as they don't hurt you, as long as they don't destroy your property, as long as they don't impact your life in a negative way, most people are fine with you doing whatever the fuck you want to do. Don't hurt anybody. Don't steal from anybody. Don't, uh, don't infringe on people's liberties. People... just want unity just want peace and I, i'm having a tough time with this whole thing because it seems like we're all we're all trying to get the same thing here but it's just we're going about it in a really unfortunate way hopefully we can cool down and get some smart people talking about it in the public setting and we can figure this out like adults because I do not want to scream about it like children. All right. I am, uh, I'm off the horse, the high horse. I, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know that like I really even have much to say else, uh, about that, you know, I just get a good say seven minutes all ranting about it, and honestly, I feel don't feel much better about uh, my opinion on it, other than my opinion is that I don't really have much of an opinion. I honestly I don't know if I'm gonna keep that seven minutes. I uh, right now I'm I'm steeping my tea, and I would like to welcome y'all to another episode of Tea with Lebrec. Um. You know, I got the same tea as I had last week. Uh, it is a turmeric tea just for, it, you know, allegedly gives you positive energy. The little tag on it, uh, it says, compassion is the fountain. Ugh, can I read? I can't read a f- five-word sentence. 
Compassion is the fountain of forgiveness. You know, that honestly seems pretty apropos. And I'm looking at the whiskey, and there's something about it that's calling my name, but something else that's saying, Trev, that's not what you want. You want a nice cup of tea. You just want this tea. I'm like, mm, that whiskey looks kind of good, though. Looks kind of good. Huh. I don't want to be political. I want to be funny. But uh seems really, I don't know. I'm so serious that, like, when I'm, the funny things that I do are because I'm so serious so much of the time that uh, occasionally, like, you know, I accidentally do something that's funny. You know, I'm not like, uh, I'm just not a, not an all the time goofball, you know? I like being a goofball, though. I don't know what I'm doing right now. Kind of feels like I'm justifying my behavior. Serious. Well, you know, that's stupid because we're in a serious time. It's fine for me to be serious right now. I think that that is almost preferable. Of course, I got to be serious. Serious shit's going down right now. And uh, I don't want to be left behind. Maybe that's why I shouldn't have that glass of whiskey tonight. Got to keep good habits going. Sunday is a day for rejuvenation and not for partying down, you know? I mean, come on. I did a, I had a good day. I had a real good day. Let me tell you about what I did today. Uh, I woke up at noon because I didn't get to bed until... I didn't get to bed until fucking like four in the morning. I couldn't fall asleep. You know what it's like to not be able to fall asleep? It sucks, man. Sucks not being able to fall asleep. I I get, I got really stoned last night with Bobby. And uh, I tell you what, it is just, sometimes for me, I get so fucking high that when it comes time to go to bed and I just lay down, I'm just like, well, this isn't happening. I got to distract myself so I don't go to the dark place. <laughs> oh, oh, that tea hits the spot. I was just outside meditating and it was cooling down. It was cooling down a lot. So, so having like my toesies are cold and everything. So having a nice cup of tea is nice. But uh, anyways, I don't even know what I was saying. Tea, cold, woo. I'm sure I could pause it and go back and figure out what I was saying, but I don't think I will. Let that one fall into the void. Huh. Uh, so much stress in the air, guys. So much stress. Let's just all breathe, you know? Whenever I hear in a song or I see on TV the words breathe or anybody just says breathe, I take that as like a direct message from the universe. And I remember and I say thank you. And I take some deep breaths. And I remember that the number one most important thing that you can always do is breathe. I find myself holding my breath all the time. Like, just like when I concentrate on stuff, holding my breath. 
When I'm looking at my phone, I'll be holding my breath. When I'm watching a movie, I'll hold my breath. When I'm listening to music, sometimes I'll hold my breath. When I'm trying to play music and it's not going right, I'll hold my breath. I'll be holding my breath. And that sucks. Because it's not like, like oh, you realize right away, like, oh, I'm holding my breath. And you just get it right back. No, you're, like, out of breath now. So it takes, like, a minute of, like, focusing on it to get it back into the sink. You know? A lot of times when I'm having a conversation, I um, I forget to breathe, you know, because I'm just so excited to say what I have to say next that I don't uh, that I don't breathe. I just hold my breath in between what they're saying. That's not good. You don't want to do that. Don't be like me. Relax. Makes your chest all tight, literally, because your your lungs, the, the your muscles all contracted tight holding your breath and it sucks it makes you anxious you shouldn't be holding your breath unless something crazy's happening and even then you want to breathe you want to control that breath i need to work on that take my time breathe oh man honestly this might be a horrible podcast this one might be really bad. I don't, uh, I don't know. I'm exhausted. Oh, okay. My day. I was telling you about my day. I had a good day. I woke up at noon because I couldn't go to bed. And I was telling you about how I got really high and couldn't fall asleep. So I was watching YouTube videos on my phone till four in the morning. And naturally, I didn't wake up until noon because I had to get my eight hours in. Wake up at noon, drink some coffee, read my book, come inside. I made a fantastic lunch. I had a bison burger, just a plain beef patty with uh, caramelized onions and jalapenos topped with some goat cheese, a side of roasted Brussels sprouts and sweet potato chunks and an avocado. Yeah, I ate all of that for lunch. It was a huge lunch, and it was amazing. It was so good. I'm going on a diet next week, this week, starting tomorrow. I'm not eating any, like, simple carbohydrates, essentially. I'm just going to be eating meat and vegetables, maybe some rice and potatoes. But I just, it's all going to be organic. I want to eat good shit. So I practice it today. I'll probably delete the cheese, no more goat cheese. Uh, for a while, but I'm just kind of doing a gut reset, you know, just gearing my gut for this next week, just a week, just filling it up with organic chicken breasts, organic grass-fed steaks, bison burger, if I can get my hands on some venison, which I don't think I'll be able to, I might actually have some venison steaks upstairs. That would be a great way to kick this off. I think I do. I think I have a package of venison steaks that I've been waiting to cook. Fuck yeah. That's going to be delicious. So anyways, I made my lunch. I ate my lunch. Watched uh, half an episode of uh, Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Watched half an episode of that. Got my brand new used Ford Escape all 
tricked out with a sheet and a couple towels in my back seat so I could put my dog back there and I wouldn't have to worry about her getting it all muddy and hairy. Threw her in the car and went down to the nice state park that's about 25 minutes south of my place. And her and I had a beautiful walk on a trail. There was a lot of people there. Everybody was friendly. Everybody was saying hi. It's so funny. I mean, it's I'm not I'm not a, a cocky person. I'm not somebody who has a whole bunch of confidence and I'm self-inflated and think that I, I I don't have that that kind of ego really. But I swear, if I did, it would be about my dog. If that makes any sense, my dog get so many compliments it's like do do all dogs get these because every like four out of five people that i pass when i'm on walks with her and this happened today again four out of five of them say oh my gosh she's so beautiful what a pretty dog beautiful dog she's like not just like dog look at how cute she is just like people people like flip out over how pretty my dog is I'm like, yeah, <laughs> she is pretty. She's a cutie pie, huh? Like, what else do I, like, what do you say? I might have one of the prettiest little huskies that's ever walked the planet. I do. She is so stunningly cute. If you don't believe me, you should go check out her Instagram page. It's at uh, coyote underscore Sophie. Um... She doesn't have a ton of followers, but god dang, she is cute. So I took her to the park today, or took her to the state park today, and went on some nice forested trails, walked around the lake. Then we posted up, and I read my book on a picnic table, and she just was standing guard, watching around me, just smelling the breeze. It was beautiful, just a beautiful way to spend the day. Then we drove home. I drank half an energy drink, did a little bit of a leg workout, ate some turkey, mashed potatoes, and gravy like a good little Midwestern boy. And then I took a shower, and I sat down for 20 minutes, meditated. Now I'm here. And it's funny. It's funny. When you wake up at noon, your whole day's just gone. Like, what do you, where to go? Oh, it's funny. It feels like I didn't, when I was at, when I was walking Sophie, it was like getting like five, six o'clock at night. And I'm like, damn, I just woke up. I feel like I'm just getting going in the day. We should be here at two. We shouldn't be here all the way now. Crazy. Crazy how time flies. But also, crazy how awesome the summer is because it was still plenty bright out plenty warm out in the winter time six o'clock it's pitch fucking black here i hate it here in the winter oh oh it's always gray and then even if it's sunny it's dark by 4 15 the sun's down and you're just like Fuck! If you wake up at noon in the wintertime, you get four and a half, maybe, hours of sunlight. Fuck that. I love it here. I love this state. It's gorgeous. The wilderness areas, 
gorgeous. The 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 lakes unbelievable. If you've never seen the Great Lakes, unbelievable. You think you're at the ocean. You can't see the other fucking side. Just as big. I've been on a cliffside in the UP looking over Lake Superior at sunset and almost had a panic attack because of how fucking unbelievable what I was looking at was. Straight up unbelievable. You know you could fit all the other Great Lakes plus two Lake Eries inside of Lake Superior. That's how fucking big that lake is. Lake Superior would cover the entire United States in two feet of water. That's how much water is in that lake. It's an inland sea, and you can stick your head in it and just slurp up as much of the water as you could possibly fit in your gun and be totally fine. It is the most pure, amazing, clean lake you have ever seen. It's incredible. The other Great Lakes are awesome, too. They're great. Lake Huron's awesome. Lake Huron is deceptively big. Lake Michigan, popular. You got, you know, that's where, the that's you know, um, Chicago's on Lake Michigan. It borders Wisconsin. But Lake Superior is something else, man. Something else. You go, if you've never seen it, like, come on. Think about that as a destination. Like, it's like, look, okay, I'm not going to bullshit you and say that there's like a ton to do up in the UP, but like, if you like being outside, if you like beautiful lakes and nice trails next to beautiful lakes, the UP is this place for you. Michigan's Upper Peninsula is one of the, is a national treasure. And Lake Superior, if you've never seen Lake Superior, I feel like it's your duty as an American to go check it out, just like the Grand Canyon. I mean, it's obviously different. It's a lake. It's not It's not a canyon. It's not the, it, it might not be as cool as the Grand Canyon. I've never been to the Grand Canyon, so I can't say. And, of course, I'm biased because it's f- where I'm from, but... Um, Honestly, it's gorgeous. Michigan has a lot of that, a lot of stuff like that. You know, it's a shame. You know, a lot of the uh, a lot of the older growth forests in Michigan were cut down for logging some years ago. So a lot, that's a bummer. There's not uh, not the old like forests like there is in the Pacific Northwest, which bums me out. But you know, it's still it's still very very scenic and very pretty in places. But in the wintertime, it can fuck off. I fucking hate it here in the wintertime. It's cold. It's gray. It snows like once every two weeks. But the snow fucking stays and gets ni- just gets nasty. And it gets dark at like 4.30, 4.15, 4.30. Do you know how shitty that is? If you're from a place where that doesn't happen, first off, you need to you need to empathize with us, those people who want to get fucking get um what's it called? Daylight savings. Just can't can we can we stop? What are we doing? 
what what are we doing? It makes no sense. Let's let's not do that. Let's not take away an hour of sunshine when it's fucking freezing cold and gray all the time. Let's not do that. Let's not let's not manipulate the clocks twice a year for some stupid reason that half the country doesn't even do. Can we fucking stop? Why do we do that? It ruins everything. It sucks. It takes your internal clock and it's just like, hey, twice a year, fuck you. I think I feel passionately about daylight savings time. I don't even have facts or any real knowledge to support, like, my distaste for it. I don't know why it's dumb, but I know it's dumb. And I know that there are smart people who say it's dumb. So that's good enough for me. Fuck. I don't know everything. I'm 25 years old. How could I know everything? I know that daylight saving sucks. I don't, I don't have, I haven't had the time to do the research to even really know fully why we do it. I know it has something to do with farmers back with Ben fucking, what's his name? Ben, uh, the guy, Tom, Thomas Edison or someone. Decided to make daylight saving time and it was like a beautiful, amazing, like, yes, that's such a great solution to all our farming problems. Because now we'll have more time to get the crops in. But now we have light bulbs. And if it's dark out, you can still farm. Ah. I mean, what is that, though? Like, num- like problem number 867 on a list of a million problems that we're facing as a country right now. Honestly, if it's a million problems, it's number 867. That's pretty good. If I was like the 867th richest person in the world, or like, honestly, I don't even know. If, if, if there was a million people like playing a game and I was ranked 867 out of a million... Be like, all right, I'm not bad. I'm not bad. I'm in the top, what, like, what is that? What is 867 out of a million? That's got to be a top couple percent. So, but, so, so my argument here is that daylight saving time is important. Uh, what do we do? What do we do? Here, let's, uh, let's read an article. Article time with Travis. Oh, my buddy Josh Kaminsky, who has been on the episode, sent me this. Uh, It is an article from CNN Politics. And it is titled, Trump briefly taken to underground bunker during Friday's White House protests. As protests gathered outside the White House Friday night in Washington, D.C., President Donald Trump was briefly taken to the underground bunker for a period of time, according to White House official and law enforcement source. The president was there for little under an hour before being brought upstairs. It's clear it's first late it's unclear if First Lady Melania Trump and Baron Trump were also taken down with him. 
Trump praised the Secret Service the next day for its handling of the protests outside the White House Friday night and in wake of George Floyd's death last week in Minneapolis. The New York Times first reported Trump was taken to the presidential bunker. On Saturday, not only hours after the protests outside the White House had ended, Trump declared himself safe as he lashed out at the city's Democratic mayor and raised the prospect of his supporters gathering in place that night in what would amount to a counter-protest. Ah! Um, two things. I don't like what Trump did. I don't like the way they worded that, though. So let's debate that or let's just talk about it. Why do we have to say why? Why did you have to point out the city's mayor was Democratic? Why do we have to bring that up? How about just he lashed out at the city's mayor? And uh, why? Why? Why are you saying lashed out? You're taking was he lashing out or was he? Speaking, like how you're saying he lashed out, but that seems more like an opinion that he lashed out. That means it's your interpretation of his action or behavior. Was it lashing out? Maybe. But I don't think it's for the news to tell me he lashed out. And also, why did you have to point out that the city's mayor is Democratic? Just to remind everybody, oh... You're on the side of the city's mayor because he has that label. God damn. But at the same time, what Trump said, allegedly suggesting a counter protest, is not cool. In a series of tweets, Trump commended the U.S. Secret Service for protecting him inside his fortified mansion Friday evening. Um... Why? So, so we're calling the White House his fortified mansion. So, so should we just refer to the White House now as a fortified mansion? Yup, the president's in the fortified mansion. Why are you fucking dishing on the White House? It has to be a fortified mansion. That's the leader of the free world. Do they, do, are we living in a period where we shouldn't have? the leader of the free world protected inside of a fortified building. There's a lot of people who would like to see that guy dead. He's the president of the country. Respect the role. Respect the White House. Respect its heritage. Uh, um, in a series of tweets uh, in his fortified mansion Friday evening saying he that's just like it's just you're just trying to paint him out as a bigger asshole like why you don't have to do that you're trying to paint him out like he's fucking Mr. Burns from from the Simpsons his fortified mansion making him look like an even more just like an evil billionaire (laughs) I have a fortified mansion Mm. It's the White House. Saying he couldn't have felt more safe as protesters gathered outside over Floyd's death. The president suggested that dogs and weaponry were waiting inside the gates. Interesting. Demonstrator. Trump claimed... Trump claimed D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser did not permit the D.C. police to, quote, get involved through Secret Service later. Later said they were on the scene. I butchered that. So 
so Trump claimed that DC claimed DC Mayor Muriel Bowser did not permit the DC police to get involved through Secret Service. Later, they were though Secret Service later said they were on the scene. So whatever. The police were told not to be there by the D.C. mayor, and then the Secret Service was like, oh, the police are here. Uh, later in the day, speaking at NASA's Kennedy Air Space Center in Florida after the launch of the NASA SpaceX rocket, Trump admonished protesters across the country, expressed support for, quote, majority of police officers, and blamed Antifa and the radical left without any proof. In his most in-depth in remarks since Floyd's death and ensuing national demonstrations, Quote, I stand before you as a friend and ally to every American seeking justice and peace. And I stand before you in a firm opposition to anyone exploiting this tragedy to loot, rob, attack, and menace. Healing, not hatred, justice, not chaos, are the mission at hand, Trump said. Okay, I have nothing wrong with that. Not a thing. That is a good thing to say. I stand before you as a friend and ally to every American seeking justice and peace. And I stand before you in firm opposition to anyone exploiting this tragedy to loot, rob, attack, and menace. Healing, not hatred. Justice, not chaos, are the mission at hand, Trump said. That's a fucking good quote. Whoever wrote that deserves a pat on the back because that's a, that's a good thing to say. Trump added that the voice of the, of, quote, law-abiding citizens must be heard and be heard very loudly. We must defend the rights of every citizen to live without violence, prejudice, or fear, Trump said before supporting the overwhelming majority of police officers who are incredibly incredible in every way and devoted public servants. What, he seems like he's, he's balancing on a very fine line with these quotes. Let's see, let's see when they start getting taken out of context and this gets used to slam them. No one is more upset than fellow law enforcement officers by the, by the small handful who fail to abide by their oath to serve and protect, Trump added. In his Saturday morning Twitter message, Trump did not seek to lower the temperature or console Americans who find themselves facing parallel health and racial crisis. The decision to physically move the president came as protesters confronted Secret Service officers out the, outside the White House for hours on Friday, shouting, throwing water bottles and other ob objects at the line of officers, and attempting to break through metal barriers. At times, the crowd would remove the metal barriers and begin pushing up against the officers and their riot shields. The Secret Service continually replaced the barriers, though, as an, and throughout the night as protesters wrestled them away. Protesters pushed hard enough a few times that officers had to walk away with what appeared to be minor injuries. At one point, the agents responded to aggressive pushing and yelling by using pepper spray on the protesters. Throughout the night, protesters could be heard chanting their support for Floyd, an unarmed black man who died after being pinned down by a white police officer and their dislike of Trump. The protests, which began around 10 p.m. Eastern Friday's night outside the White House, had mostly quieted down by 3.30 a.m. Damn, why are we protesting at these hours, guys? What? It started at 10 and ended at 3? First off, you can't trust a goddamn thing a man says after 1 in the morning. 
That's a good rule to live by, ladies. If a guy texts you after after one, if you're talking and it extends till after one, just know some of the bets are off. Uh, six arrests were made during the protests, as confirmed by the Secret Service. Uh, the president on Thursday had used the threat of police retaliation and military intervention in Minnesota where protests turned violent and destructive, saying on Twitter, when looting starts, the shooting starts. Well, that doesn't seem like the right thing to say, Mr. Trump. That's fucked up. Trump's weekend tweets also invoked imagery tied to brutal civil rights era police tactics. Now, a serious divide has emerged among the president's top allies and advisors over how the president should address several nights of protests and riots. Trump is being urged by some advisors to formally address the nation and call for calm, while others have said he should condemn the rioting and looting more forcefully or risk losing middle-of-the-road voters in November. Isn't it funny? It ain't about doing what's right. It's not about helping the country. It's about keeping your keeping people on your side so you win an election. It's about the fucking election. It's about that game. It's not about doing what's right and helping the country and bringing us together. No. Y- you got to make sure that you win the fucking election in November. How about if you don't handle this situation right, there might not be a November, dude. Ugh. That's the end of the article. And with that, I think I'm going to pour myself a glass of whiskey. I think I earned it. <laughs> I drank most of this tea. It's kind of lukewarm now still good tea you know i mean i never i never was a tea guy growing up you know but i'm 25 and i barely ever had it and i have an ever expanding palate i um this isn't much whiskey perfect just a small glass just a small glass look because I read that article and we're back on that, I feel like some sort of obligation. Cheers. I feel some sort of... Oh, that that hit the spot. Oh, my God. I feel an obligation to keep talking about it, but I think, you know... I barely even know what I think. I was going to write a blog. Maybe I'll do a blog tomorrow. Maybe that'll be one of the activities of my day. I just, I, I just, I don't know. I've always just wanted the same thing. Just peace and the opportunity to do my thing. That's all, that's all I can ask for as an American. Just, just let me do my thing. And, uh, let me do what it takes to make me happy. And hopefully me being happy helps other people be happy. You know, people in my life, because like if I'm not happy, then, you know, the people in my life aren't happy or at least not happy to be around me. I just as an American, all I really want is good food, a nice place to sleep, somewhere to walk my dog and the opportunity 
to be happy. Right now, I have everything that I need to do that, to be happy. I have more than I need. I have the opportunity to, 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 to be happy, to choose happiness, to do things that make my soul happy. I don't want that to go away because we can't have this conversation like adults. I don't want that to go away because we can't figure out how to calm the human nature that overrides our ability to logically think in high-intensity situations that police officers are consistently put in, or like the situations police officers are consistently put in. I don't want to lose my personal ability to be happy because there's curfew, because there's fear, because we got so scared that we had to have the government take away our civil liberties because we couldn't handle them. If you start burning down buildings, you're, you're breaking the law. You're, you're, you're destroying property. Okay? How is that good? Because there just so happened to be a, 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 a any name any store just happened to be on the route that you and everybody else was protesting on. The marcher, the area, this store happened to be there. Now you have to go destroy whatever communities you're in store. That that auto zone that serves your community, that keeps cars moving, that somebody who make who, who has franchised and is using to support their family, you had to destroy that building. Why would you do that? Why would you destroy your own city's property? That doesn't that 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 doesn't accomplish anything other than negate what you're saying. And that brings me to something that I've been thinking about since the start of the protests turning into riots. Law enforcement has been known to jump into riots or protest situations dressed as protesters and inciting violence. Law enforcement is very well aware of mob mentality and what happens when you take a large group of hyped up humans and start causing violence. It's very easy. It's very, very easy to get a large group of hyped up angry people even angrier. All you have to do is start throwing rocks. You start throwing shit and other people start throwing shit. And it's like all of a sudden you got problems. The monkeys are angry. So with all this rioting, like 
how are we sure who who's do who's who's starting it? Who are the fuckers who are taking rocks and throwing them through windows? Who's throwing that first stone? Because somebody had to be first. There's been videos of people seeing a, a guy dressed as a protester just in plain clothes getting out of a police van then falling on him asking him who he is the guy turns around and says i'm a i'm a journalist and the guy's like really you're a journalist i just saw you get out of that police van going to the protest what are you doing and he's i'm a journalist for cnn that guy was not a journalist for cnn they followed him with they followed him with the cell phone camera all the way back to the police van he originally got in and we're talking to him saying who the fuck are you who are you coming into this protest via police van are you are you are you here to stir the pot i've seen headlines of people finding fucking nazis like the white nationalist fuckers those 4chan douchebag idiots breaking windows and shit We don't know who's doing that. We can't let we 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 need to fucking calm down though. Maybe change the tactic of the protests to something like, you know, we're just going to everybody's going to sit down. We're going to have a sit down protest and there's not going to be screaming and shouting because we can't trust people. Because there are bad people who want to fuck this up for us. So let's calm down. I mean, fuck this up for us. I don't even know what that means. We uh, fuck it up for everybody. We all want the same thing. And uh, Sheriff Swanson and Flint said it best yesterday. You know, it was what he said was inspiring. If you didn't see the video, he's a uh, he's a real real good guy. He my family knows him we uh dealt with him in some business stuff that he was involved in um a long time ago with my grandma i i don't know why i made that sound the way it sounded he 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 <laughs> this just, he he uh owned and helped operate a uh, small f- old folks home where they would have like four they had four people living in a house with a nurse and like another caretaker and they just took care of them until they passed it's a great alternative to a uh nursing home and that's he did that that was like his business um so that's what i meant <laughs> i didn't mean it, it when i said it i realized immediately that it sounded like i i said something completely fucked up like yeah, we did some business dealings with uh, Sheriff Swanson. No, <laughs> no, he uh, he uh, he he helped operate the house that gave my grandma end of life treatment. Um, truly a good guy. He is like a real life. Um, what's his name from Parks and Rec? Um, you know the guy who's always running. He, Ro, who Roblo 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 plays him whatever the Rob Lowe's character is and that that is him in real life like he he is Chris Swanson is that in real life Sheriff Chris Swanson 
and he he there was a video of him yesterday in Flint at the protest. He was just wearing a T-shirt that said "Sheriff." You know, he still had his gun on his side, um, but he had took off the helm. He's like, you know, we took off our helmets. We all tossed our batons back there. Like we're just here. Like we're here. We're here with you guys. Like I want. Like we we're all we love you. Like you are our community. Saying shit like that. Like we don't want this to be a protest. We want this to be a parade. And uh, it went viral. I saw a lot. Uh, my mom was watching it on Facebook Live when he said it. And I was like, whoa, that is it right there. That is what we need in a leader right now. We need that. Because that's what a leader does. A leader brings people together. And that is my problem, I think, with all of this. God, I'm on a soapbox tonight. My problem is police forces are ganging up at riot, at the protests and standing their ground like they're being attacked. And people are attacking them. What needs to happen is what happened in Flint yesterday. That is what needs to happen, where the police put down their guns, put down or put down their riot gear, and start marching with the citizens, because that is what a good police force would do. A good police force is involved in the community. A cop should know people's names. He should be able to walk down, slow or cruise down the street. And wave high to its citizens. That's what a police officer should be. They're here. They're 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 our protectors. Because there's bad actors in the world. There's bad people. We need police officers. They're supposed to be the ones that stand up for the citizens and protect citizens from harm. They're shield. But we're at a point where the the police officers are turning against the citizens. The, this, they are citizens. But they, they don't get treated like citizens. There's a huge divide. There's a huge problem. We need to, we need to figure it out, though. I swear to God. I hope, uh, I hope Chris Watson gets like invited to be on some news shows. He should be interviewed on CNN. He should be interviewed on Fox. He should be interviewed all over the place and just spread the message. Hey, I'm a sheriff in the fucking most violent city in America. And I put down, I had, I had my squad put down all the riot gear and we marched with them in the most violent city in America. Here's how to do that everywhere. Booyah. Fuck, man. I'm sick of this shit. I just want I just want everybody to be happy. Ah. All right. <laughs> Moving on. If I even can move on, I am just I'm just rolling. I don't uh probably isn't the best best uh best. I'm I'm kind of hyped up. I'm kind of angry. I'm angry at a lot of fucking people. 
shit. Uh, I I heard some really good music today. Um, it's called uh, the the band or the the man the singer. His name is uh. Hold on, let me see here. His uh, his name is Gil Scott Heron. And God damn, he's got some just mm, some stuff that just. That's just like that first hit of weed, you know, like you've had a long day and then you take that first hit and it's just, fuck, thank you. And then you're good. Gil Scott Heron, his song, We Almost Lost Detroit. Go on YouTube and look that up. Some real good shit. Real good shit. I think I'll end on that. Um, I'm probably getting pretty close to 45 minutes here, which I think is going to be the time for my uh, solo episodes. Yeah, I'm at 52 minutes. That's plenty. That's plenty of me ranting. I got upset today, and I, uh, I'm i sorry if it wasn't cool. Just what I think. Oh, I hope everybody, uh, everybody who listens to this has a good night. I hope... Um, I hope if if anybody listens to this, they have a good night because we're still at that phase where, you know, if uh, if you're listening to it, <laughs> you're probably alone. Um, anyways, until next time, um, I'll be back sometime this week. Um, I'm going to have my uh, buddy Mitch Young on the show and we'll uh, we'll have a good little talk and uh, it'll be fun. All right, um, until next time, stay safe, stay clean, stay sexy, stay black. <laughs>